It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan de Permanil. Today in the news, the Skagway Borough Assembly has resumed its discussion of containerized ore transfers. As the community prepares to renovate its waterfront facilities, borough officials want to avoid repeating the mistakes of the past. And the Chilkat Valley moose hunt is closing tonight, more than a week ahead of schedule. The hunt was successful, and a quota of bulls was reached quickly. But some hunters got in trouble. So did some bears. Skagway Assembly members are discussing an ordinance that would require all bulk ore shipments transiting through Skagway to be placed in sealed containers. This is up there, I think, with one of the most important decisions that we can make at this table regarding the future of Skagway. Assemblymember Deb Potter made clear how seriously she takes the issue. We recently had a, a fundraiser for, I don't even know anymore, the fourth or fifth person in Skagway that has Lou Gehrig's disease. And these rates of cancer, Lou Gehrig's disease, just seem a little astronomical. Lou Gehrig's disease is linked to lead pollution. The Skagway Harbor is contaminated with lead and zinc from past ore shipments. Skagway officials discussing the ordinance hope that transporting ore in sealed containers will prevent further pollution. Everybody at the table, and the many residents who came to comment, supported the idea. The ore comes from the Yukon, and Assembly member Orion Hansen said he had reached out to the Yukon government. I had a phone conversation yesterday with a member of the Yukon government who said that they are in favor of, of this ordinance and have reached out to the mining industry who um, said that they generally are in, in favor of it as well. The Assembly voted unanimously to introduce the ordinance. A second reading of it will take place at a later meeting. The end of moose season was set for Monday at midnight. As of Monday afternoon, 27 kills had been reported. Biologist Carl Kosh oversees the hunt for the Alaska Department of Fish and Game. It was a fast moose season. The hunt lasted 11 days. The previous fastest hunt was in 2016 and lasted 8 days. The 27 animals killed include 14 three-brow tines, 4 over 50 inches, 7 spike forks, and 2 subleagles, or moose that didn't meet the hunt requirements. Kosh says the population is healthy. He is not worried about hunters harvesting slightly above the quota of 25, and having a couple of sublegal animals is par for the course. In general, the hunters did a pretty good job. We only have two sublegals out of 27. Hopefully we won't get any more. Hunters did a pretty good job of targeting legal animals. Kosh says everyone seemed to follow the rules. The two that were sublegal, the hunters did the responsible thing, immediately let us know, and the meat goes to charity, and so uh, that's how it's all supposed to work. You know, Everybody's human, occasionally mistakes get made, but uh, if they don't leave it to rot in the woods, then everybody's, you know, happier. And the hunters are happy. Yeah, I'm uh, cutting up moose bones, making some moose broth. Ted Lambert is a Haynes hunter. He is one of eight people to have shot a moose on the first day of the hunt. He went to the mouth of the Chilkat River. Totally lucky. Went out opening morning. Got one uh, 45 minutes off of daylight. Um, only 150 yards from the river. I had a canoe. 
I uh, got a butcher near the riverbank in that one day. Lambert says by the time he was done, it was too late to paddle out. So he placed the meat under a tarp and lit a fire to keep scavengers away. With the meat safe, he started walking towards home in the dark. Actually, I got lost in the woods, had to spend the night under a space blanket instead of my nice comfy home here. With the morning light, Lambert easily found his way back to the meat and brought it home to process and share with his neighbors. Another hunter wasn't so lucky and ran into trouble up Nataga Creek, 10 miles off the Kelsall Road. So we got an inreach message, uh, SOS, that somebody had flipped their ATV and was injured and they needed help. Alaska State Trooper Colin Nemec received a message on Thursday, September 21st. It came through a satellite device. He responded with two members of the Haines Volunteer Fire Department using four-wheelers to reach the injured person. Went out there, provided medical assistance, and then we uh, transported him out of the field on ATV and met up with the ambulance from Haines and transported him back to town. They took the patient to the Haines Clinic. The injury was not life-threatening, but reportedly a broken or dislocated limb. Nemec says this is a good safety reminder. This is just a, a good reminder of having uh, an inReach or some sort of communication device while you're out in the field and being able to contact people, telling them where you're going, uh, when you're going, when you plan on being back. Carl Koch from Fish and Game says the hunt probably brought 10,000 pounds of meat into local freezers. He wants to remind residents to keep the meat or any other smelly substances in secure places. He says other carnivores are on the lookout for food. Getting lots and lots and lots of reports of bears opening cars. Kosh says he is working with law enforcement to try to identify the bears responsible for these reports. If they do, he says they will probably end up killing that bear. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan DePrimineau. This is KHNS, Haines, Skagway, and Klokwan at 102.3 and translator K220BK Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.